Okay, so I made this episode earlier and I really like to just like, I really like to, I want to say freestyle, but I really just like to, um, kind of just like go with the flow and I don't know, not plan what I'm going to say because I feel that, you know, it's more, I feel like it's, it's, it's more authentic. It's definitely more authentic and it's definitely, it's better. I feel like I get my words from God better that way. I do, I did say in a previous episode and I do feel like God has been urging me to sort of like plan it out like a little better, a little more. I'm sure that will work too, but, you know, I just go with the spirit. I just go where the spirit leads me with the things that I say. And sometimes I go back and I listen to some of the stuff that I say. And I can't say that I'm always, like, super pleased with everything that I've said because I'm always growing. And my views are changing as I grow in God. But I'm always very happy that, you know, you know, first of all, honestly, I'm very satisfied with anything that I say or do period because not anything not everything I won't lie but I'm very satisfied with my um podcast episodes anything that I come on here and talk about with about God I'm very satisfied with that because excuse me because um I just know that you know I don't I don't cringe when I hear myself I know where my mind was at I know where my heart was when I talked about that when I spoke about it and where I was at but like um I like the freestyle these these things because I feel like, you know, the spirit is with me when I do that and it's that like I don't know, the I get the best of it when I do that. But anyways, now I'm tripping off my words, it's hard for me to, you know, say what I'm gonna say because you know, the devil don't want me to get this message out. He's you know, he's intimidated about what I'm about to say and what I'm and the point I'm about to get across. But anyways, What I've noticed is that, you know, as much spiritual warfare as I've been in within this year and last year, you know, it just doesn't make, I mean, it makes sense, but it almost, you know, doesn't make sense because when I think about it, it's like, I remember last year, honestly, 2019, Christmas 2019, you know, a witch actually told me, like, I'm a witch and you're a demon hunter. And I remember it was a bunch of, like, different, like, voices, a bunch of different people and a spirit that was just, like, surrounding me. And I want to call them demons because, like, why else would they be attacking me? You know, but, you know, people sometimes protect their demons. Like like I said, well, I, you didn't get this part, but I talked about this in a previous episode that isn't on here because, you know, I didn't get a chance to save it. But, um, excuse me, but, um, people, they are, you know, when they are possessed by the devil, when they are Satan worshipers, they will, you know, they are given a demonic army. They're given a bunch of different demons that they carry with them and that they leave places and that they send on people and that they have access to whenever they need to do 
whenever they need to um, go on assignment for the devil. So the thing about this is, like, you know, it's so much to this because as far as these people, these Satan worshipers, the thing about that, you know, um, have you ever heard the return to sender prayer? Like when somebody sends a demon on you or, you know, sends uh, different demonic entities to attack you and you go and you pray to God, you say, I return, you know, I send back everything they sent to me. I uh, return to send the Lord Jesus. You know, whenever you say those things, they don't work. And I've heard this a bunch of different times. And, you know, God hasn't told me that specifically himself. That's the one thing I was a little bit wary about. Like, you can't always take other people's words for you. You have to pray on that. But God didn't specifically tell me this himself because I don't do that. Because I never do that. I can't do that. Like, I think that it's, I don't think that you are any less than or I'm any better than you or you're any better than anybody if you know better or you're any less than if you don't know better. I just know how I feel led to pray by the Holy Spirit and I never feel led to ever wish any bad on anybody. I never feel led to pray any bad on anybody. When I pray, thank you, Lord Jesus, because I feel him right now telling me like, yes, yes, say, talk about this. When you pray, if you ever feel malicious or if you ever feel so much pain, hurt and um, and just offense that you have to pray bad or negatively on someone else, you are praying in the wrong spirit. That's also something God has never technically told me specifically that people operate operate in certain spirits that's also something i want him to tell me specifically himself he has never really said that but i'm saying it and he doesn't well he does kind of remind me like did i tell you to say that did i ever confirm that for you so you know i don't really like to say and operating in the wrong spirit type thing because i'm still skeptical about that too as well as the return of sinner prayers but it's just some things you just know so I feel, I feel, yeah, I feel compelled to say that. Like, I feel like God just told me to say that too. Like, it's some things you just know. Like, you don't always, God doesn't always have to confirm everything to you. When you know certain things, you can put two and two together and you can make it add up. Like, I'm not saying jump to conclusions or assumptions because that's definitely not the way to go with God. His ways are not our ways. But once you get once you kind of got an understanding of what you what God wants to see from you and what works with God what you get a response from then you can kind of put different things together and move forward you don't always have to ask him for every little step that you take like a father when he you know is teaching you how to ride a bike you know he's there until you got the hang of it then when you got the hang of it you know when I when you need him he'll be there but he, you know this is for you you need to learn how to ride this bike. That's for you. I'll be hanging on to you if I feel like you'll fall. Sometimes you do have to fall a couple of times, but you have to get back up there. But just know I'm here. And eventually, guess what? Once you let go of your fear and you be strong, you learn how to ride that bike. And then you love riding. I, I know I love riding a bike. So, you know. And then it's funny how, like, it doesn't matter how many years you have gone without riding a bike, you never forget how to. After you've learned, you're, you, you're in there. Just like the scripture that says, Nobody can, no one can pull you from the Father's hands. 
once you are once you have submitted your life to God and once you have learned and you know once you have been you know <clears throat> once you have received him no one can take you back no one can take you from him so i get i kind of feel a little i want to come back to what i was just saying before because that's really good but i kind of feel a little really quick i kind of feel a little bit compelled you know when i feel like people say you know because you clean house the bible the scripture the scripture says when you clean house and you don't maintain that clean house the demons they go they go off the demons that have been released from you they go off looking for places to go and places to be and they find nothing but dry places and so they come back and um they come back to your clean house and they say look it's clean they bring back seven more so um it's a few things i don't technically understand about that is that um you know your house is clean. Okay, so I guess I can just put that together right now. And I think this hasn't really been much of a big issue for me to understand it. Like, it's pretty much there. Like, that's all the that's the understanding. Like, it's pretty much understood. Like, when, you know, you have demons and you, you get rid of them. When you have, you know, addictions. When you have vices. When you have setbacks, hindrances. And you get rid of these things. And then... You, you're supposed to be moving forward and never looking back. And then when you turn back and you go back to that, you're in it so much heavier and so much worse than you've ever been. And you think to yourself, like, wow, like I've never, you know, I know I've dibbled and dabbled in these different things, but I've never, you know, I've never, I've never sunk so deep. I've never been this bad. It's almost as if it's not even me. Like, and it's, that's why. But the one thing that I think was, is so, you know, first, not frustrating, but the one thing that I've never, I haven't been able to understand as of yet. But once again, like, I'm still learning, I'm still growing, is the, when you, when you go away from God and, you know, the demons come back with seven more demons, worse than them. The one thing I don't understand about that is that, of course, I know about that. Of course, I know that that's that's what they do. Like, you know, that's so that seems so it seems so obvious. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe I'm just you know kind of aware of demons' character. I won't say I'm aware of it, but I'm just kind of I don't want to say used to it either because you can never get used to the different you know the horrible things that they're capable of that the devil is capable of but because it's like it's always so many different new things you've never thought you'd ever come across trust me but um i just know that demons like yeah of course that's reflective of what something that they would do they're going to bring back seven way worse than them seven more way worse than them but the thing about that that i don't understand is like you know it's I feel like certain times it kind of insinuates that God wouldn't keep you even if you left from him. Like no one can pull you out of the father's hands. So if you leave from him, it doesn't matter if you turn your back on him. It doesn't matter if you go back into your folly. It doesn't matter if you, you know, slip back into the bad habits that you were once in. God is never going to leave you. He'll never, ever, 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 ever leave you. See, the Bible says that he is faithful even when we're not because he cannot deny himself. Now, there's other things that God will, you know, 
this in the scripture. I have to find it now. I always mess this up part, this part up. But there's um different things in the scripture that God, you know, if you do something, if you do this, He's not gonna do that. You know, He He'll usually do it, but He's not gonna do that. You know, but when it comes to faithfulness. When it comes to standing by you, that's the one thing. It doesn't matter what you do. He's always going to do. God is always going to stand by you. He's He's faithful. He can't deny himself. Do you know what that means? Now, say it's uh, just say it's reflective. Yes, God was a person, but let's say or is whenever he wants to be. But let's say um, you just talking about a regular person. Right. And, you know, somebody is mistreating them doing them wrong whatever and they're they're not faithful to that person and that person you know somebody wants let's say you wonder like why are you so faithful to this person this person is never faithful to you in a relationship and the person says you know because you know regardless of if they're faithful or not but regardless of how they treat me you know i i can't my heart won't let me do that I can't do that. My personality, my character, who I am won't let me do that. So they can do whatever they want to do, but I can't do that. You know, <laughs> I feel like I could explain that better. But like I said, like I'm fighting a devil to get this message out anyways. So um, what I was going to say and what I was started off saying is that you know, those return to sender prayers. I don't feel like the Lord has ever had to specifically tell me I can't say that or not to say that because when I pray, I don't say that. I, I, I'm not, you know, I, I don't ever pray negative negativity on anybody. And if I ever did, I feel like it's a joke. I never take my prayers as a joke. I don't take my time with God as a joke. I don't take God as a joke. I never have, even when I was just so far from him. But the one thing, you know, when I pray, it don't matter how mad. Oh, my goodness. You don't have you don't understand. I have been so I have been so mad at people sometimes. And I've I've been and the Lord has forced me to come to him and pray because it's needed. And. Oh my gosh, I just want to, I just want to, all I want to do, all I can think is probably like murderous thoughts. I won't even lie. I'm not a murderer. I would, I can never see myself murdering someone. I can never see myself hurting anyone like that. You know, I only want the best for everybody genuinely. So like I, it's, it's been times where like I've been, I've only been able to think like I don't want to say murderous thoughts because that just sounds super overboard. But, like, that's just... I'm just being, like... I don't say it's a metaphor. It's a lot. But, like, I've, I've, I can only think the worst things about somebody. And I'm forced to pray. And when I pray, I still don't say that to God. Because I know better. You don't... Like, I don't want to tell you how to pray. God wants to hear everything from you because he loves you. He... God even says, like, you know don't don't feel like you can't come to him in during these times or with anything because he wants to hear from you he knows everything already he's there all the time anyways so if you do it's not like it's anything new but still when I come to talk to God and it's and it's my time to talk to him I cannot sit there oh my goodness I don't know it's kind of like when you stand in front of a parent and you know what not to say you know what not to do it don't matter I don't care what happened 
I don't care what happened. It's a certain level of respect. You know not to cross that line. And I, that's how I feel with God. Because if I ever came to God, ever, and was like, God, I want this. I want that. Ooh, you know, like, let him get stabbed in the alley or something. Like, I don't know. Let him get shot. Let him get killed. I want, oh, I want the worst for them. Like, I genuinely don't. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't see my prayer actually being taken serious at all. I couldn't see it being taken serious at all. Now, the thing about that is, like, you know, everybody's different. So, I'm sure that if I came to God and I was serious, like, my heart was set on it and I meant it. I wasn't just being malicious or evil or praying in the wrong spirit, even if I was. And I just seriously meant that, though. I Like, I was serious. Like, this is how I feel enough to come to God with this, you know? I know how he will react. I know how he would talk to me because there have been times where I felt like remotely close to stuff like that, but I still haven't said it. I just don't, I just don't say it. And I guess, you know, honestly, if you think about that, like some people would say, well, you just don't say it. So I don't know, you know, what if God wants you to say it? God literally says he wants you to say it, even though, you know, he knows already still say it. Not that. Not that though. Like I remember one a quick backstory, really quick. I used to pray to God, and I was like not super super good at praying to God. And I remember around this time, I even said something to God, like God, I don't know how to pray to you. Like I know every single time I come and pray to you, it sounds like so dumb. Like it sound I don't want to say it sounds dumb, but it just sounds so amateur. It sounds so messy. It sounds so ununiform. Like I would come to God, and I would just be like, you know. Like, I'm not even going to take this as a joke, but just like, I would come to God and just say, God, um, hi, uh, I love you. Um, I don't know, like, I just want to be better or something. Like, I don't know. Like, I would just, I didn't know what to say. I never was really saying it. Like, my prayers didn't sound they didn't sound like, you know, I would never pray in front of anybody out loud because I just felt like people would be like, what? Like, what is that? And, like, that's how I felt. And then God said to me one day, he said, don't you ever think that any prayer or anything is not, like, good enough because I want you to come to me all the time. And say whatever it is, as long as you are here, as long as you are praying, that's just what I want. It's no set way to pray. There's no uniform way to pray. There's no perfect or uh, acceptable way to pray. Every prayer is acceptable to me. And so I said, but God, I don't know what to say. I don't even know what to say. He said, then just come and be in my presence. And then he said, I will show you what to say. If you keep coming to be in my presence, I will teach you how to pray. I will show you how to pray. And so this is around the time I still didn't know how to pray. I would just come in. I would just be in his presence. And I eventually started saying different things. Like, you know, it felt like sometimes even when I would pray, the prayer in the beginning of the book, you know, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Like I would even try to pray that prayer and it just felt like, 
it still didn't feel right coming out of my mouth. It felt like, you know, like I was being a pretender. It felt like I was pretending. And like, you know, I look back now and I notice that that was that was the devil. Because when the devil really wants to keep you away from God, he makes every single effort you put towards God feel corny or not cool enough. He does that. I notice he's done that because I realized that, you know, once I got deeper into with God, that didn't work. Like when he would try to make it feel like it's not cool, I would laugh and scoff at that. Like, who's trying to be cool? Like, are you serious? Like, I really would think like that was corny. Like, that's corny that you think I, you know, I'm supposed to be offended by praying to God because it's supposed to be corny to you. Like, I literally started laughing at that. Like, I like nobody could offend me. I don't care if it's, you know, I'm supposed to want to fit in with that group. It's the coolest people ever. If they ever came and said, you praying to God, that's corny. I would be like, I would be like, what? Like, no, stop it. You, you tried that. Like, no, that's God. Like, and then if they ever made it like, do you know how corny that is or how corny you sound? I would be like. I don't think you know how, how how corny you sound to me. Like, I understand, like, you have a crowd around you and you have people who's, like, backing you up on that. But I don't know. I didn't need the crowd and I still feel like you sound corny. I think, you know, I think I got you on that. I think I do. I don't know. It's not about that either, though, you know. I hate that I made it sound like that. But it's just like, you know, if it's about cool, I think that. It's way more cool for me to stand alone and how I feel and for me to be doing this because I mean it, not because I want to look cool. I don't think you understand how corny you look trying to look cool because whenever you pray to God, it's not about looking cool. And if you thought that, you know, you making it seem like I had to look cool when I did it, then you I, I think you missed the whole idea of praying. But, you know. I don't ever talk about people like that because I remember at one point I thought it was corny, you know, to listen to gospel music. I thought it was corny to preach about God. I don't want to say that. <laughs> like, I preach about God. I didn't care if it looked at corny, sounded corny or not. Like, I would just, like, I don't know. I think it was, like, the way that I took it so serious and, like, the way that, you know, I didn't care what people think that, you know, nobody ever thought it was corny when I did it. And I don't, I'm not going to say that that's, uh, you know, that nobody, that everybody can't do that. But I just want to say that, you know, if you're sure of anything, then it doesn't matter what it seems like or looks like to anybody. If you're sure of yourself, if you're sure enough, you can make anything look cool. And it's amazing how people don't see that these days. But um, regardless of anything, though, I remember praying to God. And this is around the time I still couldn't find the words to say when I was praying to God. And he said to me, um, he said to me, I, w- I had something on my heart. I was praying to him when I had something on my heart. And I, I swore I was so mad about it. Like, I was so mad about it. God told me to come pray to him. I came to pray to him anyways. But I was like, I'm going to set this to the side. Like, so it's like a fire over there that I'm kind of like trying to like hide. <laughs> like, I'm trying to hide this fire over here. That, you know, like I have burning, like it's just literally, but you can't hide it. Like you feel it. You can feel it. You know, like if you stand in front of it, trying to hide it from God, you can feel it on your back. 
you know? And that's what I was kind of trying to do. You can't throw anything over it. Everything's going to catch fire. Like, and like, you know, I still, I didn't want to address it because I felt like if I addressed it, it was going to just blow everything down. I was so mad. I was so mad. But when I came to God, like, I just, I just tried to like, kind of push it to the side. Like, you know, God, I can't put this fire out right now. I'm not like I I try and put it down and the flames just kind of like like they just flare up on me. But like what I can do is I can like push this to the side and I can come over here, you know, away from the fire and pray to you. And so I did that. And for a little while, God accepted it for a little. I was I want to say, you know, I don't know how long it was. I just know it was a couple prayers. God is like, OK, I know that you're trying. I know that that fire, you know, you, you know, like it's really, you, you can't like, you're trying, I know you're trying. So I'm not going to address that right now, but I felt God, Ooh, it's so funny. A couple times God tried to address it. And I was like, oh. like the fire started to like flare up on me. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I just, I just couldn't because like, I was so mad. I couldn't put it out. I couldn't put the fire out. It's one of those times where you so mad. You start crying because you, Oh, you want to do something that you will regret, but you can't, you can't do it. So I was like, when God would bring it up, I would completely ignore it. And it got to the point where it's like, I'm not going to disrespect God. So, you know, I'm going to try my best to just ignore that. And it wasn't, it wasn't ignorable because it's God. Like he knows everything. When you come to him, like he wants to help you. Like he wants to put the fire out for you. He wants to help you. So one day I came to him and I, I came to him praying about this, uh, not about it, but just everything around it. Like I uh, deliberately avoided it and everything around it. Like, I'm like, what should I pray about God? I still don't know how to pray. Like, tell me about your day. So I'm trying to tell God about my day. Okay, so what about your day? You know, you didn't like. Okay, I'm. I want to talk about everything, but that fire over there is burning. And it's like, uh, no. What about your day that was you felt like was holding you back from me today, or what was holding you back? And I'm like, God, I don't want to talk about this. Like, I don't. I didn't say it, but my heart is like, I don't want to talk about this, God. I don't because I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Like. Like, I'm really dragging it out, but, like, honestly, this is, like, all of this is, like, I don't know how God works. Like, he just, like, it's, this conversation kind of happens within seconds. And there's more to it, but um, all I know is, like, God is, like, okay, what you need to do is you need to forgive. You have to forgive. Because, like, I guess he got tired of me putting it off. He was, like, you have to forgive. And he was like, I was like, okay, I forgive. But I knew that, like, I didn't know how to forgive at that at that moment. He was like, okay, you forgive? Okay, so pray for your enemies right now. And that's what the fire was. Like, the fire was an altercation, like an enemy. And somebody who just had it out for me. Like it, like I, I cannot say that every single time I didn't, like I was always innocent and I never started anything. But usually when I'm this mad, it's because I've tried to avoid it. I've tried to be the bigger person. I've tried to walk away, and this person 
just wants to see me down. They want to steal my joy. They want to hurt me. And I just want, you know, I want to, you know, see you good. I want to see you okay. But you are, you know, you're so adamant about hurting me. Like, I could literally extend my hand out to you. And, you know, you would just, like, I feel like behind your back you're holding up a knife or a gun. You know, waiting to, like, stab me in the back as soon as I turn around. Like, that's what it is. It's like, I've even tried. Like, it's like, that's when I get the most frustrated. That's when I can't I can't even hear God. Like, I can hear him, but I, like, I can't, I won't lie. I always hear God, but, I will, not always. But it's, like, it's very hard for me to ignore him most of the time. Well, <laughs> see, like, all I'm saying is that, you know, I can I can never say I've never I I I can't I don't hear I don't even hear God at certain times because there's no way I can actually define those times those times are like they catch me off guard because I don't hear them. But um, regardless of anything though, um, around this time it was like this is one of the times where it's like if God is telling me. Any other time I'm really trying to you know accept that God is always right because I know better I've learned. You know, that God is always right. I've learned. So I'm trying to apply that. But this will be one of the times where it's like, like, God, I know you're right, but I don't care. I don't care. And it takes a lot for me to do that because that's usually when I've actually tried to extend an olive branch and somebody burnt my olive branch or somebody you know, it's constantly burning bridge with me, constantly stacking, stabbing me behind my back, constantly trying to hurt me. Like they, like I've tried to do what God taught me to do and it's still not working. Like you're, you're testing the patience I don't have because I, you already don't like me. And that probably means I already don't like you. And it's not because I didn't like you first. It's because I don't know. I don't want to take, I don't want to not take responsibility. All I'm saying is like, you know, I'm returning your energy, but I decided that I need to do what God taught me and not return it. And then you pretty much, you pretty much, I don't know, you make me feel like stupid for doing that. And that's why I didn't even want to. That's why I told myself, nah, I just let them be whatever, let them go, let them feel whatever way. That's not your responsibility. So, and God is like, no, you know, reach out. You know, don't let that go. Don't let that, don't let that go. Don't let that stay like that. And I'm like, but God, like, I know this person. I know this person's character. They're just going to make me look dumb for trying. We'll try anyways. You know, it doesn't matter because you know what you're doing it for. You're not doing it for their approval. You're doing it for mine. So just do it. And I'll do it anyways. And they do exactly what it was, except for it feels so much worse. Than I thought it would, and I honest, I honestly, I just, I sometimes I get mad at God because I'm like, God, I told you I didn't want to do that, like you know. But anyways, regardless of anything, it's so frustrating when when I meet people like this because it's like they they get some type of kick out of seeing me suffer, but I just want them to be okay. But anyways, this is one of those situations, and I can't even really remember it at this point. That's how you know God really did such a good, such a good job on me, because I can't even remember what it was. All I know is God is like, pray for them. And 
see at this point like you might think okay pray for them and don't care so what like but I can't do that with God I can't do that in the presence of God because I know that even if even if I don't care like if I pray for them my prayers work my prayers work everybody's prayers work I don't want anybody to feel bad but everybody's prayers work but I know my prayers work they happen so fast I get results on my prayers so fast, especially when I pray for other people. If I pray for you today, whatever it is I prayed about, it's most likely happening, like I would say even today, but tomorrow. Like you're going to get whatever it is I pray for you, especially if I pray more than once. If I pray more than once, it's going to be abundant and it's coming quick. My prayers work. That's why I never pray bad on anybody. That's another reason why I never pray bad on anybody. But, um... Yes, my prayers work so well. So if I pray for you and, and I don't mean it, you still getting it. You still getting it. And if I didn't mean it, God, I don't want to say God is petty. He's not petty, but God is, he is intentional. So if he told me to pray for you and uh, I didn't mean it, he's going to make sure my prayers come true. And he's going to make sure I see that he blessed you abundantly. Like the prayer didn't work. Just work. The prayer worked really good. So it's like I'm going to see that you got double times or triple times what you would have got if I meant it. And you already getting a lot if I mean it. So he's doing that on purpose to show me like, no, I want you to mean it because this is why you have to mean it. Because it doesn't matter if you don't mean it or not. They're still getting it. Don't think just because you don't mean it that I'm not going to still bless them. When I say pray for them, I mean that for real. So... I knew first time. I knew not to even play with that. So I guess you can call me petty because I had to mean it right then because I knew that they would get more. And I had to not care if they got more because I knew he might do that anyways, even if, if I was trying to keep them from getting more. So I had to do it for real. And I feel like that in a way God tricked me into meaning it when I pray for my enemies. But he didn't have to really trick me because I think that in that moment, first of all, just like, all glory, all glory be to God, but just being smart and realizing that um, it's for a reason. Everything that he says is for a reason, especially, especially when I don't want to listen, especially when I don't want to listen, especially when it's those times where I'm like, absolutely not. That's out of the question. How do you sound? Those are the times when it's the most real when it's the most effective, when it's the most, I'm telling you, like, so much comes out of that situation. Because it's it's the times when it's like, how could you ever, how could you ever expect me, God? How could you ever expect me, God, to ever do that? How, 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 how? Those are the times when God is like, you know, I'm moving. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you want to pray. You want to be a part of this blessing. I'm telling you because... Listen, he's not even going to tell you what you're going to miss out on if you don't. But it's not like you can because he's already set it up that you're going to be a major part of it. So if you fight him and don't do it like you, like, I don't think you understand. Like, it's it's impossible to say no at these in these moments. It's low-key impossible. You could say no, but I, I could see myself. Let's say if I said no in that situation, I just realized that he would be so disappointed in me. 
I will have the potential to lose a lot that I've already gained. Like, it's not just you will miss out on what you could have gotten. You might get some stuff taken away. And when I say stuff, I mean power in the spirit. This is so important. A lot of people here, they don't, they put materialistic things over spiritual power that God blesses you with. And I'm telling you, like, I don't, like, I, I just, I never understood it. I've never understood it. Like, I've tried and I realized that, like, <laughs> like, I've, I don't know, like, I've never really done it. I've never really done it. Because I would say that the different things that I may have, you know, done materialistically, oh, excuse me, I said materialistically, like, that's the word. But, um, in my, I think it is, actually. But anyways, the different things that I've chosen, material, mater, being materialistic, like, it's always, I won't say always, but it's usually been in a situation where, you know, that that isn't like I've never chosen anything like that over God though. Like I may have make it made my mistakes and have chosen them over better choices, but never over God. I can never. So it's like, you know, I guess I just know I don't want to say I just know better because I don't want to make it seem like I can't make that mistake. Actually I can't. I'm not gonna lie. Because like like God has always taught me never say never. And definitely don't think you can be in somebody's shoes and don't judge anybody because you can, no matter how much you can't see it. But God has shown me, he has really shown me, like, that's that would never be me. It would never be me. And that's not me feeling like I'm better than you. It's just God keeping me, me knowing that God is keeping me. Like, like <laughs> I'm sure that would offend somebody and make them want to see that happen, but guess what god is already you know it's already been it's already been tried and god has kept me and i know that he will as long as i keep have confidence in him because like if it weren't for him then yeah actually yeah that would have been me but because of god it wasn't so i have confidence that can never be me because i have confidence in him but anyways god told me to pray for this person and in this moment what i had to do was i had to I had to see what was right about it and I tried and I said, you know, um, I said, God, you know, how do I pray for them? Cause I didn't still know how to pray. He's like, um, how would you pray for yourself? Like, what would you, what would you want you or somebody you love or somebody you're not upset with to have? Like, like pray for their well being, and mean it. And I was about to, and I just, ooh, it's, it, like, it hurt it so bad. It really, really hurt it so bad to do it. It hurt it. You don't understand when it, like, burn. Don't you know when you, like, you want to cry, but you holding back your cry, and it kind of burn in the back, like, lightweight in the back of your throat, but all, almost to your brain? You ever felt that burn before? When you holding in it, when you holding in that cry, like, that angry cry, like, I don't know what to call it. All, all I know is, like, I just, if it burned, like, it, it hurt it so much, like, to hold that crying. Oh, my gosh, you understand. But, like, I mastered this as a child. <laughs> but, like, I couldn't. Like, this time, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's, it's when you get a headache from trying to hold it, hold that crying. But, anyways, I did not want to pray for this person. And God is like... You have to, you have to pray for them. So, um, 
like for a second it was just silence because I couldn't I couldn't do it I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna lie and God said to me you know you have to pray I said why God (laughs) why do I have first of all why do I have to forgive them and second of all, why do I have to pray for them? Like, I know, I know what you're doing. I know you're going to give them. I know you're going to bless them so abundantly for me praying for them. And I probably won't even get an apology. They probably won't even be able to pray for me. I'm not going to that's a lie. Because I know that God works so well that he can have them praying for me too. But I don't care about that. I don't like them. And God is like, you know, because... It's past, you know, it's not hurting them. It's hurting you. It's past that. I've already learned that lesson. It's, you know, they need you. They need your prayers. You need to see. What you need to see is that whatever it is that they're doing is a cry for help. It's a cry for help. Do you notice that they always want to see you down? Do you notice they always want to steal your joy? Do you notice that they target you for no reason? Do you notice that they hate on you for no reason? Do you notice that they want to hurt you even when you want the best for them? And you've tried that, right? Like, this is why you're so upset because you've tried to extend the olive branch and they burned it. You know, you you see that, right? And I'm like, yes, that's why I hate them so much. Why do they deserve me to pray for them when I'm actually, you know, when I wanted the best for them. And now, like, like they made me hate them and they love that part. That's what they want. They want me to hate them. You know, that's that's for having that's for me not being able to explain how I usually be able to explain it because I feel like I'm a spiritual worker. But, um. All I know is that God was just like, you know, that's a cry for help. This is what you need to understand. They see that. They see you. They see, you know, your peace. They see when you're able to walk away from situations and be the bigger person when they're not. They see when you want the best for them, when they just want to see you hurt. They see when you want them in a better situation because you're happy. You're in a better place. They can see that. That's why they hate you so much. That's why they go out of their way to destroy you. Out of all people, they go out of their way to sabotage and hurt you. That's why. Because because they see that. And guess what? They want that. They just don't know how to get that. And so they take it out on you. So what you need to do is pray that they get that. That's the only way that, you know, they'll stop being like that. And at this point, I'm like, I don't care if they stop being like that. If it's really hurting them that bad, they need to stay like that forever. No, I'm not, I'm lying. I would never say that. I don't want anybody to stay like that forever. I, I like in the back of my heart, I'm just such a like my heart is so like I'm just such a sweetheart. Like I would I don't care if you hurt me to the fullest extent. I still want to see you be okay. But that's because of God, you know. But I'm just like you know I can't I can't pray bad on anybody. So I'm just like you know I won't ever pray bad on them. But God don't. Don't ask me to pray good on them, please. I can't do it. And God is like, you have to. Because, you know, first of all, if you want to be with me, if you're going to, you know, represent me, if you are going to pray to me, come to me and have me blessing you, and you say that you're on my side and that you're an advocate for me, 
then you have to want the best for them. And wanting the best for them is praying for them. And I know the reason you don't want to pray for them is because you know I'm going to make it happen. So that means you have full confidence that I'm that my I make I answer your prayers. So pray for them. And I was just like, you know, I swear I just wanted to be like, you know, God, you push it too far. And um, I'm not going to come back and talk to you for a while after this now. Like, I got to get my priorities straight right now because I just don't understand why you, you, you know, put me through something like this when you see how they've treated me. But God is like, you know, just do it. So I'm like, you know, I think that's when God is like, you know, helping me. He helped me push things to the side a little more, you know, not push them to the side, address them. Because that's exactly what I was trying to do is push to the side. He helped me address things a little more. And then I was able to pray for this person. Then I was able to pray for them and hope that they had the best. And I prayed, and I prayed a real prayer. I prayed something. I'll pray for myself and my family and people I love, for them. And God said, "There you go. See, don't you feel better?" I said, "No, no, I don't feel better." He's like, "You will." So, I'm telling you that day, like it wasn't about God taking a piece of me, because if anything, He only took what I did not need. He only took, you know. A little bit of pride or just a little bit of arrogance that I definitely did not need. But he gave me back so much more. Like he gave me um, a little bit more responsibility. He gave me power. And he gave me peace. Peace and love. He gave me the things that you would, that I needed. You don't understand how much power I gained from that because I took my power back in a way. Like, I don't want to say that it happened. Like, I realized it immediately that day because that day the devil, ooh, he had a field day on that. Because the devil would say, you know, look, you having to pray for somebody that, you know, you know, if they find out you pray for them, ooh, they will love it. They will love it. And even God is like, make sure you tell him you pray for him too. So it's like he's covering all the stops, you know, all of it, so that I can let go of that and really truly forgive. And all I know is that, you know, after that situation, like I had to, he, like, God made sure I prayed for them every day. Every day that I even spent a second thinking of them, I had to pray for them. So it would get to the point, like, I'm not thinking about them today because I'm going to have to pray for them. Like, this is in the beginning stages before I had, like, before I got used to praying for my enemies and praying for people who did me wrong and knew that it was a good thing. Like, I, like, I even in the beginning stage when I really didn't want to pray for them, I'm like, you know what? Guess what? I've been praying for them for the last three days. But today, I'm making sure I don't think about them at all. So I'm working hard throughout my day. I'm working hard throughout my day to not think about them and not, like, like make sure they don't cross my mind. Because I know if I think about them and I start to get upset about something that they did or are doing, oh, I'm going to have to pray for them tonight. When I go back to pray and I go to see God, I'm going to have to address that. So God made me address it anyways, but, you know, I I guess, like, it did feel a little better, though, because I thought to myself, you know, 
I don't feel as guilty when I'm praying for them because of all the th- all the stuff I was thinking about earlier, how much I don't like them or, you know, all the wrong they've done or, you know, all the different things that, you know, I would say about them. But all I know is in this time, I had to get used to it. And like this was like I feel like training for me because in the next upcoming weeks, like I every single day he required me to pray for my enemies, each and every single last one of them. He required me to pray for the ones who hated me the most. And I knew it. He required me to pray for the ones who, you know, it was like a medium hate. Like you can tell that they hate you, but it's not always a fight. And then he will require me to pray for the ones that I probably didn't even really, really recognize that well. Those are the ones where it's like, he know, and I'm praying for them, but I may not know all the way. So he required me to pray for all my enemies and I had to get used to it. And eventually it started to feel good. And it's, that's, I feel like the best part of it, because like it started off like it burned, it burned my skull to pray for them. It started off so painful, so, so, so painful to do that. And I know what that's like, like for anybody who might be out here and you got an enemy, a real enemy, like you got somebody who you fall or have or fight. You got somebody who, you know, stop at nothing to see you in pain or hurting. You got someone who does the worst things to you. You got someone who is like literally, you know, has appointed themselves as your arch nemesis like they're your arch nemesis they hate you they're every time you turn around you know you got to hear about different things they're doing behind your back or they're doing something to you or if you ever decided to squash things you knew that they would just take that and run with it you know that kind of person you know i know what that's like to oh you like even if you love god even if you love all that God does for you and, you know, they can't take that away from you. Like, you can't find yourself actually wanting God to bless them like he's blessed you. I know what that's like. And, like, God is like, uh-uh. Not, no, not that. If you're growing in me, you're going to have to get rid of that. Like, that's something we got to address right now. And he didn't waste no time. He really didn't. He literally tried to put it off. I'm gonna say God tried to put anything off. I think all everything is in perfect timing for with God. But you know, like he gave me a little time to like flame. Like I'm I'm excuse me. To like what do you call it? Wave the flames, whatever you call it. I don't know. But it just started to feel good praying for my enemies. It started to feel good, and I could not believe it. In, like, two or three weeks, I was praying for my enemies, and I was just, like, feeling, like, it wasn't even, like, it makes you feel better because then it feels like you're still doing it for self-gratification. You can't do it for self-gratification at all. It's 100% in selflessness. You have to humble yourself. It's, it's, It's about humility. And so it got to the point where it's, like, I'm just glad to see that, you know, I'm glad to to know that God's going to send him some blessings because of my prayer. 
even if we're like still beefing, like I'm glad to know like something in their life is going to get better. Something in their life is going to be, you know, give them joy or peace or happiness. Like something is going to, you know, lift their spirits in their life one of these days or every day. You know, it doesn't, it depends on how God decides to bless them, but something is going to work in their lives. Something is going to be better in their lives you know, because I pray for them and I don't want it to, I'm not doing it for selfish reasons. Like, you know, if this is better in their life, then they'll leave me alone because it's not always like that. And if I ever thought that, like, I feel like at one point I was trying to kind of trying to get that like happening, but it was like, it was a half prayer. I'm not going to have the prayer. I was like, you know what, at least they're going to leave me alone. And then God is like, eh? okay. And then I realized like what happened was they started to bother me more. And it's like they still got their blessings too. And I knew about it. So I was like, I can't do it for that, you know, because I'm getting nothing out of that. Like that's that hurts a little more, actually. I'm not gonna lie. But um once I started to get the hang of it, you know, it was nothing that they could do. It was nothing that they could do to hurt me, like wave the blessings in my face. You know, because I don't know why, but I just knew about their blessings. I think that's that's part of when you pray for somebody, then you know when they get their blessings, like you get the memo or something. But um, they could wave the blessings in my face where I felt like it was being done when I heard about it. Start, like in the beginning stages, I got over that quick. Or, you know, they could be worse. They could be worse than what they started. Like, still going to pray for you. I'm still happy about it. All it is shaped who I am today. And I say all that to say, God has shown me that I have to pray for people, not against them. Because when you're praying for people, I mean, I think there's no other way to pray. There's no other way to pray. If you ever go and pray against somebody, that's kind of, that's that's against the first number one rule, forgiveness. Because the first thing you do when you come and complain about somebody to God, first of all, I want you to know how God sees it. He don't see it how you see it at all. If you come complain about somebody to God, about anything that they've done or are doing, he's going to tell you that, first of all, what you need to understand is you're not perfect. You're not perfect. And not that, you know, you're worse than them or not that they're worse than you. It doesn't matter which people come and come to me and tell me about each other all the time and it's just like the pie calling the kettle black everything that we say say about somebody else we're doing equally we're doing equally the same because all sin all sin is equal so you could be talking about how somebody is hateful and um malicious but if you are lacking in any area, which of course you are because you're not perfect and we, we are, none of us are sinless and perfect besides Jesus Christ himself, then you look so, you look like, I don't say you look like, you look like a fool, but what I'm saying is that you, it just don't look right. Imagine, you know, being on the same level as somebody and then feeling like they're beneath you and bringing that to God. Who sees you guys on the same level? Like, it's just, it's not that it's a joke. It's not that it's funny. It's just that that's what it is. And you can't sit up there and talk about nobody to God. No, you can't. You just can't. You could feel that way. And that's going to have to change if you want anything to change in your life. But 
you can't see it like that. You just can't. So the return to sinner prayers kind of just was a no-brainer to me because I'm like, if I can't even pray to God with that in the back of my heart, like I'm praying to God about different stuff. And just because in the back of my heart, I don't like somebody or it's affecting me, you know, I got to address that before I address anything else. So I know I can't say no, send it back to him. No, you can't send nothing back to no, to nobody. Because if that was the case, then, you know, I would have been able to be like, you know what, God, forget praying for them. How about you send somebody just like them to ruin their lives like they're trying to ruin mine? Sound fair? Like, can you do that? Like, no, like you can't decide for God. You can't cast his judgments for him. You can't, you know, you're not God. You don't know his ways. Well, you maybe you know his ways, but his ways are not like our ways. He is one, one of a kind. Nobody is like him. And if he tells you to do something, it's always for you. Always for you. Doesn't matter what it feels like. Because trust me, I've had some very humbling requests from God that feel like, you know, it's definitely not for me. Definitely not for me, but absolutely for me. And that being said, it will be the most humbling requests from God that are really the most merciful and gracious on your behalf, not anybody else's. So God can come to you and say, listen, I want you to do all of this for somebody who hates you, who, who would take from you and not feel bad, not think nothing of it. You won't probably ever see them changing. So it's literally will be no benefit in it for you as you from what you can see. And you find, come to find that, you know, if you didn't agree to that, or if you weren't willing to do it, or if you didn't accept that request, that you would have been judged on such a level that, you know, you wouldn't have, you would have wondered, you know, why did I deserve so much, you know? And that was him being merciful and extending his gratitude to you to wipe away your sin, to wipe away your offense. Like the man, the servant. Who owed the king, I believe it was, 5,000 shekels. The king said, you know what? I forgive you for your your debt. And let that man walk away without being thrown into a jail cell. As soon as he left from the king's presence, he saw a man who owed him 50 shekels. He said, hey, you owe me 50 shekels. The man said, please, please, I'm so poor. I don't have anything. He said, absolutely not. And he had that man thrown into jail. When the king found out, he threw that man into jail and said, well, first thing he said was, why, when I forgave you for such a big debt, 5,000 shekels, you went and got your got your neighbor thrown into jail for 50 shekels. And then he threw that man into jail until he paid every cent of 5,000 shekels. And that's what's going to happen to you if you don't forgive your brother, if you don't forgive your sister, if you don't forgive those who have wronged you. They may not ever apologize. They may not ever feel bad for what they've done. They may feel like, ooh, you know, I'm getting off scot-free. Ooh, look. And they may walk away, you know, super happy or super, you know, feeling like they really got over on you. But that's that's a that's so that's so worth it. 
when you think about how God can hold you to all the things you may be getting away with. Because remember, he saw everything. He didn't just see certain things. You know, with the with the servant, maybe they just might be getting away with the 50 shekels because that's all you remember you gave them. But God, he saw everything and he remembers everything. You are not getting away with nothing. He's forgiving you. He's showing mercy and he's showing grace. Now, imagine not forgiving somebody for 50 shekels and you owe 50,000 to God. How are you going to pay that debt when you need that 50? So... That what I feel is a no that's what I feel is a no brainer about all of it. 